discover the power of positivity. Identify your gifts. Then plan and execute your passion. And ultimately, thrive exponentially in life. And most importantly, in business. On Sudden Eye Impact. With your host, Lee. The environment you put me in greater than, greater than. The circumstances that I'm faced with greater than, greater than. The environment you put me in greater than, greater than. The circumstances that I'm faced with Good morning, B. I appreciate you coming out. Um, I'm dedicating this show to my grandma. This would have been her 89th birthday. And it's really, really special and significant to me because she really believed in me and she had the expectation that I would make something out of myself. And so I'm doing this in tribute to her and Dee, uh, welcome. I'm glad you could take out time out of your busy schedule to come on and just share with the world your experiences in working with me as a coach um, in the self-program and um, one-on-one interactions and uh, the hybrid model group coaching. Um, so you have the floor. Pleasure of um, working with you for some months now. And I would have to say, wow, your grandmother was so right. Uh, first, I want to say, um, you know, blessings uh, and just, you know, what a reverence um, for you to uh, be putting this towards her. Um, but she definitely saw something great, and she was right. I definitely think that you have a way of uh, motivating um, and also uh, just bringing forth um, the true transformation. Um, I was only in the class for a couple of weeks, and I just began to see things in my life change um, just from the way I was thinking about finances um, along with just how my finances were coming to me. Um, as you know, I, I wasn't and still haven't um, obtained employment. But with that said, um, everything is paid for, um, and I am constantly seeing uh, the growth in my mindset, uh, moving more away from the fear and worry um, into the higher vibration of just being able to see that uh, money is the energy and me aligning my uh, worth and deservingness uh, with that. And I did not even know um, until I started working with you that a lot of the way I saw myself image, saw myself, um, had to do with um, the lack thereof of money that I was having or how swiftly it seemed to go through my hands. And I've just taken the tools and resources, um, especially the, um, you know, different experiences, uh, you know, virtually, manifestly, um, mentally um, that you've had us go through that really help us um, bring in a better picture of how I can better serve myself, uh, my children, in my community, um, and I, I really can't say anything um, bad about it. Of course, you know, you go through different emotions as you're bringing up things that you have repressed 
or didn't even know were factors in the blocking. Um, and so I think with that, it's just been a process that has also um, given me so much respect um, just for what you do. Um, you always pour in way more um, than I expect. And um, as you being my coach, it just makes me want to do more. Um, and I just really thank you for being in my life. Um, I think it's something that will uh, transform even down to my grandchildren and great-grandchildren. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. Uh, powerful words. and I just thank you for sharing uh, your experience in coaching with me. And uh, I'll definitely get everybody a copy of this because it's really, really means a lot. And it's totally dedicated to my grandma because she believed in me and she had an expectation and it came to fruition. Well, I just thank her for pouring into you. I mean, I know we all need someone, um, but the things that you have done for me, I mean, thank you. And I appreciate you just don't really wrap it up but uh, they're the only words that I can form that uh, we say in this language. So I appreciate you, and I'm grateful for you. Likewise. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you so much, Howie, for coming on. This really, really means a lot um, to me because this is a special day. Uh, I'm dedicating this to my grandma, which she passed away in 2012. She would have been 89 today, and I'm dedicating this to her because this just came up on me yesterday to do it. And uh, I just feel like I could make her smile. Um, so I wanted you ladies to come on and share. So I picked six women because her birthday is May 6th and my birthday is June 6th. She was a Tarsa Bull and I'm just totally dedicating this to her. So I just like for you to get on here and from a pure heart space, just share your experience in doing coaching with me. Okay, so first and foremost, um, I even want to thank you for even taking the time to allow me to speak in this space on a day that means, you know, so much to you. Um, because it's, it's, listen, I didn't even know all of that. <laughs> but, um, but when I tell you this man, Coach Dwight Lee, has made such um a tremendous impact on my life. Um, and I haven't spoke with him recently because, you know, due to work and different things going on. But one thing I can truly say, it's like people don't understand what it is to have a light bulb actually go off and realize what it is that you moving through life, just haphazardly thinking like, oh, okay, I got it. I know what I'm doing, but in actuality, no, I was so far off from knowing things that I grew up knowing that I thought was right, wasn't right. So just imagine the fact of like being a child and growing up until an adult and having to unlearn what I've learned and was taught for so many years that I thought was right and it wasn't. Um, just some of the key points that I can tell you about him is um, just like he, you know, told me about, you know, your sub, your conscious mind is like a 3D mind. Um, just being observant, visualizing a lot of things, um, so many things that we do in life that we think like, okay, yeah, I got it all together. But in actuality, 
I'm wondering why I'm struggling with money issues because I, I dealt with money traumas. I didn't know what a money trauma was until I met Dwight. And here I am at 42 years of age, and I can say that confidently, that I didn't know what money traumas was. I'm just sitting up here, you know, having bills, just like holding on to what I had because I was afraid to let that last dollar go because I'm like, hey, I don't know where the next dollar coming from. In actuality, no. I feel better now giving more than I ever gave before because it, it how can I, what, what's the word to use? Reciprocate. How I give, it comes back to me in greater measure. That's something I wasn't used to. I'm like, yeah, and it was something that I taught my kids. So just imagine the things that I saw my kids do. A perfect example, I tell you, when my kids were younger and we were going to store and they would look at price tags and not to say, you know, hey, I'm rich in much knowledge you know, and everything, and everything is coming into place in the fruition. But one thing I can say, when we would be in the store, you know, they would look at things and they'd be like, oh, no, um, I can't get that. And I'm like, why? You can't? Because, no, it costs too much. And I had to get to a point to tell them, no, you maybe can't get it right now, but don't get in the mindset of saying, oh, I'll never be able to get that, or it'll never come to me. No, uh-uh, no, right now may not be a good time, but guess what? The opportunity to come for you to go back and get that and get much more, and that's the things I've learned. I even, it may sound crazy to somebody that don't know, but I actually started opening up bank accounts, not even knowing how I was going to actually fund the accounts, but I started opening up accounts. And I tell you, every account that I have opened, none have went into overdraft. I still have money in those accounts, and as I'm adding, you know, money to the accounts, guess what? More doors are opening when it comes to opportunities. I have never had nobody that I could actually say as I started my business, my cleaning business, I can actually say that now I have two employees. What? I was like, nah, I can't afford that. But what I did was it wasn't a point of me. I was used to doing the work all myself. And, and causing myself to be overdrained, overworked, everything. And then it's like, no, I was able to take the resources that I have and willing to get somebody else to do the work for, you know, what I may feel like I'm missing out on. But guess what? That burden of being overworked is off of me. And I have someone that enjoys doing what they're doing. And just by me assisting them, I'm opening up doors for them in their household. So when I tell you the things that I have, taught, have been taught, and learned so much from Mr. Dwight, there is no amount of money that can be put on it. Actually, in honesty, I'm telling you, this man should be charging thousands upon thousands of dollars for the information that he gives. But listen, I'm telling you, I'm glad I tuned in to one day on Clubhouse and heard this phenomenal voice. And I was like, hold up. I don't know who he is, but I got to know more about him because everything that he's given is the truth. Things that I never even thought of, heard of before. And when I talk to people that are not there yet in their mind, it's hard for them to sort of understand and get a grip of what's going on. It was things that he told me, hey, now's the time. Start storing up. Start, you know, getting canned groceries, different things like that, because you never know when hard times are going to come. And I'm grateful for moments like that, because now I don't have to be like I'm scrambling around for things because I feel and I know now that I have more than enough. And I'm making it do what it do. So, again, 
listen, I could go on and on <laughs> um, with a lot of the things that I've learned from him. But when I tell you when I feel good, it shows. It shows through people, the people that I encounter. I always enter a place in much peace and gratitude. And even the atmosphere into a place that I enter has to change. So, again, um, I don't know what else you want me to say (laughs) or what I can share, but I'm just giving it to you straight from my heart as to who this man is and who he means to me and my family. Perfect. I thank you so much. I send gratitude. and. I hope that it's reciprocal, um, that this is an opportunity that will lift your spirits because it means a lot to dedicate this to my grandma. And uh, I'm proud of your growth. I say don't rest on your laurels. Keep digging in. Go all in on your dreams. Thank you. Yes. Thank you. Uh, Welcome, Monique. Uh, Thank you so much for coming. This means a very lot to me. Um, I'm dedicating this to my grandma uh, because today would have been her 89th birthday. Um, she passed away in 2012, and it just came up on me yesterday to do this. Um, so um, her birthday is May 6th. My birthday is June 6th. I decided to invite uh, six of my email clients to come on and just share from a pure heart space their experience in coaching with me to the world. And I deeply, deeply appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule um, to come and um, share space and hold space with us. Thank you, thank you, thank you, Coach Dwight. This is an honor. Um, You are always pouring into me, my classmates, and um, just the world. And I am honored um, to be here um, and to share my experience um, and also um, as a tribute to your your grandma. So thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, Just one quick thing. Monique, tell us what city and state you're from. Um, Philadelphia, Pennsylvania. Oh, thank you so much. So you can just start wherever you like. Just kind of tell us the story, I guess, of how you even found out about Dwight Lee. Just walk us through some of the things that you learned or, you know, enhanced your experiences in your reality or whatever. Okay. Well, we met um, on Clubhouse. Coach Dwight was on talking in one of the rooms, and I just um, was uh, gravitating towards them. Um, I myself, I guess we all are, I'm a student of life, um, and I believe in investing um, in myself. And when I heard him speak, uh, some of the things that he shared, I was, you know, implementing, but I felt that I needed to be um, in his energy field or close to him in regards to um, what he was stating and pouring out. I wanted to be able to be close to him where I could implement those things within myself. So I did finally call. We set up an appointment and talked that day. Um, I set up, signed up, you know, did what I needed to do to make sure that um, I was able to be a part of his uh, coaching program. And for those six weeks and even prior to that um, and um, after that time frame, we still, you know, remain in contact. He'll call and um, if he's doing something, call and invite me um, to have the opportunity to still um, work with him and gain more insight. And how it's helped me is 
I need in my life, I needed more accountability. Um, he helped me to process things. I've gone to other coaches before, um, and the things that I shared with him on the first session I shared with him where I normally don't normally with coaching the coaches that I've had, I just haven't felt that, um, close to them. I haven't felt that it was like a safe space. And this is someone that, you know, I'm spending my own funds to go to coaching and then go and still, um, didn't feel comfortable sometimes in that, um, environment with them where I could, you know, be me, um, and feeling non-judgmental with him. I felt all of those things just like melt away, but he's helped me to be, I'm going to say accountable, um, the exercises and um, practices that he did, because that's how I learned. Like he shows, he pours into you and then you're giving, you're given um, certain things to do. And those things that you're given to do, I felt um, empowered doing them. Um, I still do some of them, some of the um, exercises that he, 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 you know, suggested um, to implement. Um, and they've got me to where I'm at now um, and doing a lot more in my life that I don't feel that I would have been doing or had the courage to do without um, coming across him on Clubhouse. And um, just, um, I guess they say when the, uh, when the student is ready, the teacher will appear. Um, I feel that um, with him. I'm trying to figure out what else. Uh, he's just a precious gem, you know, working on your, your mindset, working on your, your confidence, working on the uh, subconscious and the programming and the stories that I've told myself and knowing that um, I can rewrite those stories at any time. It's knowing that is one thing, but the implementation of it and the practice of doing it, um, I just felt when I was um, with him and still doing implementing those things now, I just, I just see so much growth. Uh, I call it the liberation. He helped me. Well, he created for me. It's, it's, I call it like the liberation um, affirmation or liberation prayer on one of the things. And I laminated, like he helped me to, he wrote it up, well, gave it to me and I wrote it up and I laminated that. And that's one of the things that I still keep up, like on my desk that I have, um, with, I had a problem and I'll just go there, um, with not being able to say no, or, uh, with family, I'm the, the go-to person, um, but felt like the quote unquote black sheep. And with him um, and me, you know, believing in myself, learning to believe in myself, I just got a lot of courage where I learned that I could say no without an explanation. Because sometimes we'll say no, and then, you know, you're given all of these, um, not excuses, but you're just giving a lot of fluff behind it to back up the no, when just no is just okay to state. And being okay with that, being okay within myself, within my spirit. And if family doesn't want to deal with me because, you know, you're trying to use me like a bank and I have allowed it for years and years and years and then get the courage to stand up and find it within myself and be okay with that, then, um, you know, I'm learning that family is frequency. You know, I know we're related as far as, you know, blood, but um, 
I'm learning that frequency, vibration, um, and flow, that that's what that's what family is to me. And I consider him and him and some of my other coaches, I consider them like family because when I go to them they they um they've taught me that how can I say this? They've taught me that what family is. You know, I'm going to state that they taught me what family is. And what I mean by that, you know, you need that tough love. You need um, guidance. And you need people to hear you. And that's what I've gotten from him and so much more. Amazing. Thank you so much, Monique. <clears throat> what I'll say about Monique is she's a money magnet and she don't know this. I'm going to put it on her. Monique is a 25-plus-year um, educator. She has a master's degree and bachelor's degree. She's wise beyond her years. She's real observant, right? Um, but also a characteristic of her that I learned that she may not even be aware of, she's a money magnet. She can literally attract money from <laughs> anywhere. She just has it, and I believe that Monique will go on to be a millionaire if she sets her mind to it. It may not be a goal of hers, but I believe that she easily have millions of dollars filtered to her in that I believe that she's a great steward and that money will be appropriated in the right way. So thank you so much for taking time out of your busy schedule to come on and share with us and hold space with us and share your story, Monique. I deeply, deeply appreciate it. I do not take you lightly. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. It was an honor. I'm Monique H. And peace. And thank you, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Welcome, Kiana. Thank you, thank you, thank you so much. Um, I appreciate you coming on. I was yeah. inspired to do this yesterday. I'm dedicating this show to my grandma because today is her birthday. She would have been 89. She passed away in 2012. And oh, I don't know why it came up on me, uh, but I just was inspired to do it because she really believed in me and she had an expectation that I was going to make something out of myself. And I think it's exactly, I think it's been 25 years. I'm the only one in my family to graduate from college. So like her expectations came true. So I'm just dedicating this to her because she believed in me. She always spoke um, highly of me and she just used to always just say over and over again, you're going to make something out of yourself, boy. You're going to make something out of yourself, boy and make something out of yourself. So I'm dedicating this to her, and uh, I thank you so much for coming on. And I just want you to share with the world what your experience is from a pure heart space and going through my coaching programs and um, just tell your story, basically. Okay. Well, thank you guys for having me on uh, this morning, and uh, also happy birthday uh, to your grandmother. Uh, so I... You know, it's so oh, much. Oh, I'm sorry. I, one thing. One thing. Mm -hmm. Tell me, uh, Kiana, just what city and state you're from. Oh, um, and I mean, where you live now. Yes, I'm yeah. located in um, Charlotte, North Carolina. Thank you. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So there's there's just so much to say <laughs> about the coaching program. Um, it was it was really mind blowing. Um, so 
one thing um, is that I, you know, I realized that I, I was going around in circles and I, I just needed a, a little guidance, a little help. Sometimes you have to realize that it's some things that you just can't do on your own. And so um, I was just, you know, I just so happened to be on Clubhouse and, and, and tapped into your room. I, I honestly don't even know how I, <laughs> I got there. I was probably following someone. And um, I just loved everything that I was hearing. You know, um, it was almost like reading a, a, a audio book in a sense, but but you you were live. And so, you know, something just said, just just reach out, reach out to them and, and just see where this goes. Um, and so that's why when I spoke to you on the first call, I didn't have any hesitation with signing up because, one, I knew wholeheartedly this is something that I needed. I couldn't keep uh you know, fighting, fighting that, that hamster wheel that I was on. And, um, just from the, the very first week, um, it was just so much information downloaded, uh, for me. I know that I wanted to start, you know, meditating. And, uh, and that was one of the first things that you, you had me do. You know, you have to get, you have to be in a, a still space, uh, to receive, uh, this information. And so, um, one of the main things, uh, and, and now I am doing that on a, on a regular basis now. Uh, so that, that, uh, that was definitely, um, a plus for me. And, uh, one of the main things that I really liked about your program is that you were so knowledgeable. I mean, every time we were either on the phone or on a Zoom, it was just different information each and every time. It was like, okay, what else does, you know, what else does this guy know? <laughs> so, you know, mm-hmm. what, whatever you have done in your past, it, you, you really have poured into, to me and the, uh, and the other ladies that you introduced me to and thank you, uh, for that. But yeah, you really poured into us and I love the fact that you, you're not a surface coach you get to the root of the problem you you know you we 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 had to dig deep because this these things um just don't happen overnight right and so you got us from the you, you told us hey let's go from the beginning and how we and work our way to where we are now i have uh, i now have better confidence um i am able to you know speak life into my daughter now and and know exactly where i'm coming from and where you know um, know how to explain it to her in a, in a better way. It's just, it's one thing to just say, Hey, you know, get up and be happy today and do your best. But no, let's, let's, let's see how you're feeling and why you're feeling that way and, um, and what we can do to make it better. And so you have really, it's been a, just a domino effect from me and to, to my friends and my family. And so I just, I just appreciate you. I feel now that I have not only a, a coach, but a friend. Um, cause you, we, we got, you know, personable with some things and I was able to trust you because you made the space, uh, for us to feel very comfortable and with sharing things with you. And so I just appreciate you, Dwight. And, and thank you for all that you've done and all that you're still doing because you still, you still check in. You're still like, Mm-mm, you know, I'm not letting you go. <laughs> so. You make sure that we we stay on top of what we need to stay on top. Of. So I feel like I have a, a lifelong coach and a lifelong friend. So I appreciate you. Wow, that's amazing. Um, such kind words. Thank you for your generosity. Um, yeah. I just talk about the power of repetition. I really just thank you. It's uh, beautiful to hear 
what you're saying, and I know it to be true, especially when you add in that now you're communicating differently with your daughter and you're showing her, you know, you're not just asking her to do something, you're explaining to it behind that, the why you do it. And that's just amazing. And it just, it's a testament of the work that you put in. And I hope that you continue to do the work uh, because there ain't no limit. The sky's not the limit. And uh, when you take these things and use the power of repetition, uh, there is no limit to what you where you can go because the truth is the self is unlimited. Uh, there are no boundaries, there are no limits, and there is no such thing as separation. When you realize that, that's the biggest uh, bogus belief. There's nothing you can't accomplish. Yes, thank you. And can I just add one more thing? Um, yes. I also feel as though this has helped in such a major way because. I'm able to, um, and, and I'm sorry, I, I was losing, losing my, my track of thought here, uh, that I had, but I'm, I'm able to respond instead of react now. And, wow. you know, I, I, I catch myself throughout different scenarios and just, you know, um, as things come up and, and now I'm like, okay, you, I'm able to under, better understand uh, you know, how to navigate things. It's almost like you really help navigate life, <laughs> you know, because we have to, we have to live this thing. And I've been, I've, you, one thing you told us to do is keep an evidence journal. And that evidence journal is feeling, uh, filling up because I am now able to write down from the smallest to the largest things. Hey, I thought about this. I said this. I felt this. Now it's here, you know, just like my truck. I, I said, you know what? I'm going into this dealership. I know I don't have the greatest credit, but guess what? I'm going to get it and I'm going to get it at something that I can afford. And I'm just going to do, I'm just going to get it. And I walked out <laughs> with that truck, right? Drove out with that truck. Yeah. So, you know, I'm starting to, and I just spoke to a friend this morning. I said, I, I want a Bahama cruise. I was in the mall. Come on. We've been filling out those forms for years, right? At the mall. And I put my uh-huh. name on it and on the back of it, I put, I won. And I got the call that I won. Out of wow. all, <laughs> all those, you want a trip to the Bahamas? Wow. <laughs> yes, for two. Yes, paid. So it's wow. it works. It works, and I I just appreciate you. Thank you so much. That's beautiful. So the the back end of the story was, uh, and I didn't even know it, and she corrected me. So Kiana went out there to get a car, and you know she. She, like I said, the circumstances weren't congenial, and this is a testament to everybody that listens, everybody that's under the sounds of our voice, or anybody that hears this on replay. You got to have faith, and you got to express it, right? So you got to have faith, right? Everybody has faith. The Bible says that to every man has been dealt the measure of faith. But then you got to go one step further, and you have to express it. So Kiana expressed it, and I'm thinking that she got... She got the exact car she wanted. I won't say the name, but here's what she corrected me. I thought she had a 2022, but no, she had a 2023 a few months before it was 2023. So um, thank you for doing the work, Kiana. It's like amazing to um, coach with you. And I'm going to be honest with the world because I don't try to do everything perfect. Me and Kiana, we had our days where we challenged each other. like. You know, she's like, well, why should I do that? And I'm like, 
do it. And she's like, no, I want an explanation on why I should do it. The same thing that she's doing with her daughter now. And she gets to see, like, from my point of view, why I was having her do what I had her do. But a lot of times people are not going to take action until you explain to them why they should do it, what are the benefits, and then what are the consequences if you don't do it. So it's beautiful. It's amazing. And, and, I, and I mean, you're a gym. Um, it's, it's amazing to coach you, even on the days where we can agree to disagree or we go yeah. back and forth. It's just a beautiful process. And it just shows us that none of us are perfect. You know what I mean? So um, yeah. it's an honor um, to have met you, to coach you. Um, to hold space with you and to communicate with you effectively and efficiently. And I thank you, thank you, thank you for coming on and uh, participating and honoring my grandma. I deeply, deeply appreciate it. I don't take it lightly. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Well, I appreciate you having me, and I will do this a million times over for you, Dwight. And uh, thank you guys wow. for having me on. Thank you. Amazing. We got Miss Maybach in the building. Michelle, if you don't mind, just tell us uh, – your first name and last initial, and what city or state you reside in? Yes, my name is Michelle. My last initial is W, and I live in Hampton, Virginia, near Virginia Beach, if you're familiar with that. Okay. Well, what I'm doing, Michelle, and I really, really appreciate you taking time out of your um, uh, busy schedule. Um, You are one of my best clients and favorite students. I pick on you a lot. I expect a lot from you. This is a tribute to my grandma. Uh, today would have been her 89th birthday. She passed away in 2012. Um, I'm, and I was inspired to do this only yesterday. And so I said, hey, let me get six of my female clients because my grandma's birthday was May 6th and my birthday is June 6th. And let me dedicate this to my grandma. Why? Because she believed in me and she would always say to me, boy, you're going to make something out of yourself. Boy, you're going to make something out of yourself. Boy, you're going to make something out of yourself. So she really believed in me, and she had an expectation. And her expectation came true. It came reality because it's been uh, 25 years. I'm still the only person in my family to graduate from college. And so it's almost like my grandma knew me like the back of her hand. Another interesting story is this, too. My grandma had a book of encyclopedias. Right. And I was reading those books at four years old and no one ever taught me to read. This is a true story. There's many of people that can attest to this. So this is not a lot. It's not something that I'm making up. And so uh, that's just another testament uh, of my grandma providing a resource for me to start with at the building block. So thank you for coming on and holding space with us, Michelle. I just want you to share uh, from a pure heart space what your experience is, how you met me, and what your experience is in going through my coaching programs, and just let the world know your 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 experiences. Okay. I, I am really excited to do this. Dwight is um, one of my favorite people in the entire world, and that's, that's true. He is the best coach I have ever encountered. He cares more about it seems sometimes that he cares more about us than we care about our own selves. So I, I can only speak for me. And since I met him on Clubhouse and I started listening to him sharing about um, manifestation, sharing about knowing thyself, I I listened and then 
I became one of his coaching students because he gives such impactful, life-changing information. As soon as I met Dwight, um, right before I met him, I was really ready to give up. I was ready to give up on my business. I was ready to give up trying to make anything better of myself. And I just was, I just was ready to give up. That's all I'm going to say. And, and when I met him and I started listening to him, I started listening to the power that he was giving out and I tapped in. And as soon as I tapped in, I started getting money. I started getting money from people. They were just sending me cash apps. They were sending me PayPal. They were giving me money. And not only that, right after that, and I started in his coaching program and I started realizing the errors that I was making. Not only did he impact me and me getting a raise and and my business um, started growing and getting bigger, it impacted my entire family. My sister, who had been trying to get a job for months, for months, and interviewing, she, she was only getting maybe one interview every two weeks. That same week that she came on and listened, she got six job interviews and got a job making more than she had ever made. And since then, um, this on Monday, she starts another new job making even more money. Uh, one of my daughters. She got a new job as a assistant director of nursing. Another daughter, I, I, I mean, I have several daughters. Another daughter also got another position, and her business increased. And that's just the way that it's been for my family because of Dwight. And not only my family and me, it changed my whole mindset. It changed my whole life. And I will never go back to the way that I was. And I realized. The, the giftings and the power that are within me that I didn't, I kept thinking it was something on the outside of me, but Dwight thought it was what was on the inside of us and that we have to do the work, the inner work, and we have to keep going. Not only did it impact me in my life, it has impacted people across the world, people that I was sharing this information with on um, TikTok. I, I, I know that some People may not agree with that platform, but there was a young man, actually two, that I kept sharing that information with, and they changed their life. He is in one of the most difficult countries, which is Nigeria. He just was ready to give up as well, and he got um, some contracts. He's an electrical person. He does electrical work. He got all these contracts that he he just didn't believe he could do, and I kept telling him what Dwight was telling me and and sharing with him the valuable gems that Dwight was sharing with me, and his life has changed for the better. And he said that if it wasn't for me, because I was sharing with him, and, I, and then I also shared Dwight's YouTube with him, that his life would be different, and he now believes. And he, he was like, I got this bed. He said, why? Because I manifested it. Because you you told me and I learned from you and your coach about what I could do and what I can have. And for he said, for you to share that and for me to learn that from you and what you learned from your coach, people in my country need to hear from you because they have given up. They don't have hope. But I know that it is possible. 
And he he's not the only one. There was another young man that says the same thing, that their mindsets change because of the white. And these are people in, in countries that it's really difficult for that's how they saw it, that it, they saw it as difficult. And I kept saying, no, it's, it's what we have to say to ourselves, the story we have to say to ourselves, the way that we have to visualize and everything that the white has taught me, I will never, ever forget. And I will always be so grateful. He has had one of the most biggest impacts in my life ever. Wow. Michelle, do me a huge favor. That gentleman in Africa, <clears throat> will you tell him to share my YouTube channel with everybody that he knows? Have him go I and subscribe. Will. I will. And I've been sharing with other people, too. I will definitely ask him. I will. Yeah, because it's all complimentary free teachings, and they can just go exhaust themselves there. I really, really appreciate it. That's amazing to hear that from you. And I told Michelle, because Michelle has a superior skill set, and nothing comes easy for her, and she didn't quite understand why. Now, I'm not saying that she wanted anything easy, because, I mean, she's a professional. She's a consummate professional. Um, teaching is involved in her current role uh, that she's held the last nine to ten years. Um, she also was a former speech therapist. So I'm not saying Michelle is lazy, but what I'm saying is that when you have a superior skill set, like she, like I'm not technically inclined. I'm scared of technology. Michelle can do all the programs. She can make, you know, beautiful things to go with your videos and all this stuff. So she's well um, informed. And so she has a superior skill set. So a lot of times people that don't have education, they can do things that's hard, very easy. But you take someone like Michelle that has a superior skill set, they run into a lot of challenges and hardships and difficulties and obstacles, and they wonder why. It's because that saying is true to whom much is given, much is required. So um, this has been amazing for you to come on and help me celebrate my grandma and really share with the world um, how I've impacted you and what you learned through the self programs and so on and so forth and hearing me speak on Clubhouse. <clears throat> it's amazing. I don't take this lightly. I'm grateful for this. And I say thank you, thank you, thank you. May, may I say one other thing, Dwight? I honor your grandmother. Oh, absolutely. Great. I'm grateful for your grandmother. and. And how she spoke into your life and, and how she believed in you. So I honor your grandmother today because if it had not been for your grandmother, how do I know that the Dwight Lee that I know would be the same? So I just want to say thank you to your grandmother. I honor her on her birthday and I honor you. Thank you. Thank you so much. Have a wonderful day. Yes. And your life counts, and enthusiasm definitely makes a difference. Hello, and welcome, welcome, welcome to the Sudden Eye Impact Show, where we discuss various topics such as thought, consciousness, awareness, finance and stewardship, mindset, and self-concept, just to name a few. Thank you for joining us today. I'm going to do a little bit of teaching, and I hope that this serves everyone uh, under the sound of my voice or anybody that hears this on replay. Um, you can also find out more about me on my complimentary and free page on YouTube at 
manifest, M-A-N-I-F-E-S-T, at S as in Sam, I as in intelligent, I as in intelligent, power on YouTube. Manifest with S-I-I power. All right, so I'm just going to jump it off with quotes because I like to go to what some of the all-time greats say, um, people that have been acclaimed to have figured it out. And so I want to start with Buddha. Lord Buddha said, all that we are is the sum total of our thoughts. All that we are is the sum total of our thoughts. That means that you can add up your thoughts and look up your results or look at your results, observe your results, and you shouldn't be surprised. It's going to be a match, right? That's why mindset is important. Mindset is everything and everything is mindset. Then one of the greatest to ever do it, Ralph Waldo Emerson said, a man is what he thinks about all day long. A man is what he thinks about all day long. Let's do an excerpt from Rudyard Kipling. If. He said, if you can keep your head when all about you are losing theirs and blaming it on you. If you can trust yourself when all men doubt you, but make allowance for their doubting too. That's an excerpt from William Kipling's poem, If, a small portion. Let's talk about King Solomon from the Bible. Proverbs 27. He said, as a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. As a man thinketh in his heart, so is he. And then let's go to one of the all-time greats. Um, he was a mentor to Bob Proctor the great Earl Nightingale. He coined the strangest secret. He said scholars throughout all times argued over just about everything and that there was only one thing that they came to consensus agreement. Now, I want you to imagine it. We're talking about doctors, lawyers, businessmen, um, artists, um, people from all walks of life that were at the top apex of their career. They argued over everything. But this one thing they came to consistent agreement on, and it's what he coined as a strangest secret, and it goes as follows. We become what we think about most of the time. We become what we think about most of the time. We become what we think about most of the time. And since he mentored Bob Proctor, um, who was a great teacher that I got to see live in person. Um, one of the all-time greats. I think he said he, he had been reading Think and Grow Rich for 66 to 67 years. Um, Bob Proctor said this quote, Thinking is the highest function that a man or woman is capable of. Thinking is the highest function that a man or woman is capable of. Thinking is the highest function that a man or woman is capable of. Now you understand why mindset is everything and everything is mindset. Every thought impulse counts. Every thinking pattern counts. Every thought process counts. This is powerful. And then James Allen, and I highly recommend this book for everybody. Everybody actually should read this book every day. 
It probably takes 25 minutes to 30 minutes to read it, but you should at least read this book once. It's called As a Man Thinketh, and here's one of my favorite quotes from the book. The book is just powerful. It's one of the most powerful books ever written. Man is mind, and mind is man, and evermore he takes the tool of thought and shaking forth what he wills. He brings forth 1,000 joys or 1,000 ills. He thinks in secret, and it comes to pass. Environment is but his looking glass. Say this quote one more time from James Allen, and it's in the book, As a Man Thinketh. Man is mind, and mind is man, and evermore he takes the tool of thought and shapes forth what he wills, brings forth 1,000 joys or 1,000 ills. He thinks in secret, and it comes to pass. Environment is but his looking glass. An amazing quote. Me and Dr. Ken McFarland, former superintendent of Kentucky for many, many years, said 2% of people actually think, 3% of people think that they think, and 95% of people would rather die than think. The point that I'm trying to get over to anyone that hears this live or hears it on replay is that what you think you're going to be living, right? Your thinking is coming into form. It's coming from the formless into form. It's coming from the unseen into the seen. It's coming from the invisible to the visible. This is why you got to have a shift. You got to pivot in your mindset. Nothing changes unless something changes. Nothing changes unless something changes. Nothing changes unless something changes. And the thing that has to change is you. Neville Goddard says it this way. No one to change except self. How do we change you? We got to change <clears throat> your thought impulses, your thinking patterns, and your thought processes. The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. The way you do one thing is the way you do everything. This is fact. So I have three premises that I like to attach to these quotes to go deeper. And the first one is, please be more mindful of what you think. Because what you think grows and expands in your consciousness. In other words, your conscious mind and your subconscious mind must get on one accord so that your superconscious can take over. The next thing is whatever you believe is the absolute truth is what you create. In other words, what you choose to believe, whether it is actually true or it is not actually true, doesn't make a difference. It will become true for you. Say it one more time. What you choose to believe, <clears throat> it doesn't matter if it's actually true or it is not actually true. It will become your truth. This is why you have to be the observer and you got to become aware of what it is that you're thinking across each key area of your life. Because if you're identifying with 
certain thoughts and certain emotions, right, and certain perceptions, the only thing that can come into your reality is what you're identifying with. So you got to be conscientious. You got to be mindful. You have to be aware of what it is that you're thinking because your life is your thinking. I don't know how to stress this enough. Your life is your thinking. Your life is your thinking. You don't have to agree with this. You don't have to believe it. Uh, you don't have to understand it. It's still true and it's still the way it is. And so a lot of people don't like the way that their life is going currently. The good news is you've created it. The good news is you can uncreate it. The good news is that you can recreate it. But your life is your thinking. Your life is your thinking. Your life is your thinking. Followed up by your inner conversation, your inner monologue, your self-talk, your conscious auto-suggestion. Now, I'm going to refer to scriptures. Before I do that, everyone that hears this, please go join my complimentary YouTube. It's free, totally free. Um, you can get this information, different types of information. And it's M-A-N-I-F-E-S-T with W-I-T-H S-I-I power on YouTube. Manifest with S-I-I power. You will see it. Manifest with S-I-I power. And the S-I-I stands for sudden eye impact. Right? So I want to recommend these scriptures from the Bible. Not from a religious standpoint, but it's all dealing with thinking. Romans 12, 2, and Philippians 4, 8. And I'm going to lead you on a visualization. I want everybody that hears this right now live or hears it on replay to do this visualization. We're going to go into a two-story home that was built in 1950. We're entering the front door. We're going up a long flight of stairs. We're at the top of the stairs now. We're going to take three steps. Then we're going to go up a small case of stairs, and we're going to be in the attic. And we are awestruck for coughing and gagging because of the amount of dust, cobwebs, and spiderwebs. Why am I doing this depiction? Because it's a portrait of our mind. We need to clean it out. We need to clear it out. You know, the Bible talks about the washing of the water by the word, right? So Romans 12, 2, be ye transformed by the renewing of your mind. Although it doesn't say it, it means to do it daily. Why? Because we take a bath or a shower every day or multiple times a day. We wash our hands. Several times a day, we wash our face, we brush our teeth, we wash, we rinse out our glass. Why aren't we rinsing out our brain? 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 Because your brain is always receiving information. They say 70 to 90,000 thoughts a day, but it's, it's millions of thoughts a day because your subconscious mind is basically receiving 40 billion bits of information per second and your conscious mind 
is receiving 4 billion bits of information per second. So you're being inundated, saturated, overwhelmed with information at all times, even when you're asleep. So you got to wash your brain. What do I mean by wash the brain? You got to deliberately put some thoughts in there and not let it run on autopilot, not let it run on automation, not let it run by on automatic. <clears throat> that makes sense. And this is very important. The other scripture I wanted to share with you was Philippians 4, 8 through 9. And I'll just do a little bit of Philippians 4, 8. It says to think on these things. Whatsoever things are honorable, whatsoever things are true, whatsoever things are lovely and of good report. This means that we have no business, you know, thinking about something that we don't want. We're supposed to put our thought on things that we desire, circumstances, conditions, situations that we do desire, material things that we do desire. We're supposed to visualize the material things, circumstances, conditions that we desire. We're supposed to tell stories about the circumstances, conditions, and material things that we desire. We're supposed to feel that we have the circumstances, conditions, and material goods that we desire. So you're supposed to be thinking about getting a pay increase. You're supposed to be thinking about getting a promotion on the job. You're supposed to be thinking about getting your ideal job. You're supposed to be thinking about how to make your business more successful. You're supposed to be thinking about writing your book. Everyone has a story. Everyone has at least one book in them. You're supposed to be thinking about giving your keynote speech or your elevator pitch. You're supposed to be thinking on good things. 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 You're supposed to be thinking on things that are lovely and of good report, right? You're supposed to be thinking on things that are honorable. You're not supposed to be thinking about misfortune. Don't be thinking about losing your job. Don't be thinking about there's a financial downfall coming because your thinking creates that. Understand? What you think about the longest grows the strongest. What you think about the longest grows the strongest. What you think about the longest grows the strongest. What you think about the longest grows the strongest. What you think upon the longest grows the strongest. What you think about you bring about. 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 What you think up on, you draw into your life. You draw into your experience. You draw into your reality. What you think upon, you draw into your life, you draw into your reality, you draw into your experience. What you think upon, you draw into your life, you draw into your experience, you draw into your reality. All of us are doing this, uh, Deuteronomy 30, 19. It says, choose this day, the curse or the blessing. How are we doing this? What are thinking, right? If you think negatively, consistently, insistently, and persistently, you're drawing the curse into your experience. If you think positively, consistently, insistently, and persistently, you're drawing the blessing into your life. And then some of us are looking outside our front door and observing the 3D when that's pointless because that came from inside of you, you know, from your Noah. You shouldn't be observing the 3D. Let it pass because whatever you've been thinking, like this is May 6th. So what you've been thinking probably 
from the third week of March up until now is about to be revealed. Ladies and gentlemen, please understand that nothing is hidden. All of us are open books. The way reality works is a mirror reflection. Everyone, circumstance, condition, people, affairs are only reflecting back to you what's going on inside of you, meaning how are you processing, how are you thinking, how are you feeling, and what story are you telling yourself? How you are thinking, how you are feeling, what story you are telling yourself consistently is what is in your life. So if you do not like your life, you're going to have to change your thinking. You have to change your feelings. You have to change that story that you're telling yourself. And you have to change how you see things. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at begin to change. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at begin to change. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at begin to change. One more time. When you change the way you look at things, the things you look at begin to change. We need to understand this, right? We need to get away from victimhood, victim mentality, victim energy, victim consciousness. Someone's doing something to us. No one's doing anything to you. You're doing it to yourself with your thoughts, with your emotions, with your story, with your perceptions and your expectations. That's how you're doing it. Just like the box cake mix, right? The box comes with ingredients. you got to follow the instructions. Well, I'm telling you, you come with ingredients, and you're using them all day, every day. Your thoughts, your emotions, your story, your perceptions, and your expectations. That is creating your reality. What you believe, you be living. What you believe, you be living. What you believe, you be living. Your beliefs are not hidden. They're right in front of you. You can see what you believe. Whatever living conditions you're in, whatever job you have, whatever clothes you wear, whatever car you drive, what's in the account, that's what you believe. And in order to get something different, this is what I'm telling you, nothing changes unless something changes, you're going to have to change your relationship to yourself, to others, to the world, to money, to material goods, to everything in order for something to change. You are the catalyst. You are the one that's going to be consistently present. You are the X factor. Nothing changes unless you do. Nothing changes unless you do. Nothing changes unless you do. Got it? I hope I hope y'all are picking up what I'm putting down. I hope y'all are picking up what I'm putting down. I hope y'all are buying what I'm selling. I hope y'all are buying what I'm selling. I hope y'all are buying what I'm selling because I'm telling you the truth. This is the truth. No one's doing anything to you. You're doing it to yourself. No one's doing anything to you. You're doing it to yourself. No one's doing anything to you. You're doing it to yourself. Now, I'm going to give you all some examples of when y'all taken off the old man and put on the new man. I'm going to give you examples of when you've taken off the old man and you've put on the new man. Every one of us has had our starter apartment, whether we left the home when we was 18 or we went to college and so on and so forth. So we got an apartment, right? And then eventually we were able to get a bigger apartment, right? But what had to happen? We had to let go of the old to grab hold of the new. What do I mean by that? We had to take all of our possessions out of that old apartment, clean it up, tidy it up because we want respect, right? 
turned in the key. Then what happened? We went to our new complex and we inherited a new apartment. So we were given a new key, right? And then what happened? We took our belongings and we placed it inside of that dwelling place and we began to live there, right? So we had to let go of the old apartment to grab hold of the new apartment, all right? All of us have had a car and we got a better car or a bigger car, however you see fit. What had to happen? We had to take our belongings out of the old car. We had to clean it up for respect, right? And turn in the key, right? And what happened? We inherited a new key and we inherited a bigger or better car or bigger and better car, right? We had to let go of the old to grab hold to the new. All right. All of us have been in relationships at least one time where we had a relationship with one person. Things didn't work out. Somebody changed their mind and went through a period of her being hurt or whatever. And then we got up off the ground and we tried again and we entered a new relationship. And I know there are some people that hold on to more than one relationship, but the traditional way is for you to get to the next person, you have to let go of the old person. Right. So the fact of it is, is when you exited that relationship, you thought that person was the best thing since sliced bread. Right. You went through a period of where you were alone, you were sad and you were depressed or whatever. Right. But then eventually you met somebody else and you tried again. The point that I'm trying to make is you took off the old version of you and you became a new version of you and you entered a new relationship, right? That's taking off the old man and putting on the new man. Got it? Then the last one is this. All of us have had one job, at least. We've had at least two jobs in our life, at least, right? What happened? In the old job, you got to put in a two-week notice, right? You got the new job. It's probably a higher-paying job. It's probably giving you your own office, your own lock, and all this stuff, and you're immediately excited about it. And you like you like how they received you, like how everybody work uh, welcomes you. You see, like, oh man, it's a team atmosphere. It's like everybody's working together, clicking on all cylinders, and so on and so forth. But you still got to do ten more days, two more Monday through Fridays at that old job. But what's going on? Your spirit. Your anticipation and expectation, your everything about you is already at the new facility, even though your body is at the old building working out those last 80 hours, right? Then you finally get to report to the new job, right? What had to happen? You had to let go of the old job, right? Become a different version of yourself. And into your new job where you're making more money, you know, um, you got your own office, you know, you got good AC, uh, people are driving nicer cars, you're making more money, people are dressing nice and all of that, right? These are states. When you get into the state, it's all inclusive, right? So I just showed you four different areas where you do change, right? Because in order to have a certain circumstance, in order to have a certain condition, in order to have a certain situation, to uh, and 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 in a way to have um, a different level of material goods means specific amounts of money, wearing designer clothing, um, living in better neighborhoods, driving better cars, um, going to better vacation spots. 
you have to become a different version of yourself, right? How do you do that? By shifting your mindset, staying on your pivot, being the observer, observing your emotions. You know, when you're not feeling good, don't run from it and just label it or judge yourself. Sit down with a journal and ask the question, why am I feeling this way? What happened to make me feel this way? What must I be thinking to be feeling this way? Remember, thought is driving everything. Think about it. Where did the spaceship come from? Thought. Where did the rocket come from? Thought. Where did the airplane come from? Thought. Where did the Gulf Stream 5 come from? Thought. Where did the train come from? Thought. Where did the bus come from? Thought. Where did the Sprinter vans come from? Thought. Where does the car you drive come from? Thought. Where did Tesla come from? Thought. Where did the iPhone and iPad and its accessories come from? Thought. Everything came from thought. Can't we get a picture of how important thought is? Can't we get a picture of how important mindset is? Can't we get a picture of how important mindset is? Can't we get a real picture of how important mindset is? I told you, nothing changes unless you do. Nothing changes unless you do. Nothing changes unless you do, right? Let's go back to the state. A person that's dwelling in a broke state is going to experience everything that comes with that state. For example, harassing phone calls, right? People trying to collect debt, right? Frustration, irritation, yelling at the kids, always being in a shitty mood. Because you're in a broke state. You're in a lack state. You're thinking about scarcity. You're in survival mode. That's the only thing that can come out of that. But if you enter a wealthy state, what's going to come with that? Peace, right? If you don't have the money, it comes right when you need it. Um, you're not worried about nothing. You're going out for walks in the park with nature. You're getting the sun. You know, you're putting your bare feet in the dirt, in the grass. You're going out swimming. You're going to the pond. You're feeding the birds. I mean, it's like you care less. You know, you don't have a care in the world. And everything just happens in the state of flow. That's what comes with that state. I'll give you an even better example. If you if you were in Illinois, in the city of Chicago, what can you do, right? You could go to a White Sox game. You could go to a Cubs game. You could go to a Chicago Bears game. You could go to a Chicago Bulls game. You can go to an Illinois Illini game. You, do you get what I'm saying? When you end, these are states. You, you know, there's only one mind. The broke man and the rich man is the same man, but different arrangements of mind. What are you thinking? 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 And what state are you dwelling in most often? What state are you dwelling in most often? Meaning, when somebody cuts you off on the road, do you stay in a upset, angry, enraged state? If you do, it's going to be detrimental for you. Your day is going to go downhill, but you have a moment. You may have flipped them the birdie. And you get over it. Then your day resumes. You go back to your normal state, whatever that is. And that's how your day flows. You are the chief operant power. You are the source. You are the power. 
even when you're out of control, you're still in control. Even when you're out of control, you're still in control. Even when you're out of control, you're still in control. I'm trying to tell you that you're not creating your life seven days at a time, 14 days at a time, 30 days at a time. You're creating your life now moment by now moment, now moment. In 60 seconds, you've created 60 different things. Do you know what you've created? In an hour's time, 60 minutes, you've created 360 things. Do you know what you've created? You need to become mindful. You need to become more thoughtful and realize what it is that you're consistently, constantly thinking about. Do not let your thinking run on automation, autopilot, automatic. Take control of your thinking. 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 Why? Because what you're thinking, you're going to be living. What you're thinking, you're going to be experiencing. What you're thinking is going to become your reality. The man told you, we become what we think about most of the time. Earl Nightingale. We become what we think about most of the time. We become what we think about most of the time. So if you're not becoming nothing, it's because you're thinking nothing. Nothing plus nothing equals nothing. A zero plus a zero equals a zero. I want you to stop being the zero and be your hero. Now, it's hard to be big when little got you. This is where your authentic self comes into play. Stop battling with your ego. That's your little self. Start listening to your system, right? Start flowing with your chakra system, your central nervous system, your gut, right? Your intuition. Remember? The head brain, the heart brain, the gut brain. You need to build a more harmonious relationship with your subconscious mind and your reticular activating system. Those are the things that make, make it happen, right? Let's say that the subconscious is the Don Dada. It's the king of kings, right? The queen of queens. It's what makes everything happen. So you got to build, you got to foster, nurture, cultivate, just like planting the seeds in the ground. You got to build a better relationship with your subconscious mind. Because inside your subconscious mind, right, there's generational coding. There's hypnotic societal programming. There's environmental programming, there's regular programming, there's conditioning, and then there's belief paradigms. You ever notice you're making $30,000 a year? You want to go for this $50,000 job? A belief snatches you back. Just like crawdads in the bucket. As soon as the crawdad gets ready to get out of the bucket, one of the other crawdads pulls them back. Well, the crawdad is your belief paradigm. You're making $30,000. You don't believe that you're worthy. You don't believe that you're enough. You don't believe that you're good enough. You don't believe that you deserve the $50,000 job. That's why you can't have it. It's your belief system. 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 Until you can change your beliefs, you're not going nowhere. How do you change your belief? You gotta go through science, right? You gotta go through epigenetics, neuroplasticity, and quantum physics. How? You gotta put the right thought deliberately, intentionally, consistently 
into your subconscious mind to build a new neural network or a new neural pathway until your subconscious mind accepts it. Once your subconscious mind accepts it, it's a done deal. The subconscious is a prover. It's just like putting a copy on the printer and printing it. It is going to print the exact duplicate of kind. It is going to print the exact duplicate of kind. It's going to print the exact duplicate of kind. When your subconscious mind accepts the thought, the subconscious mind and the reticular activator system goes into high gear to start bringing that thing into fruition, start bringing that thing into materialization, start bringing that thing into realization. This is how it works. It's an automatic process. This is how it works. It's an automatic process. This is how it works. It's an automatic process. I do not care how long you've been struggling. I do not care how long you've been struggling. If you're interested in coaching, you can reach me by email at S as in Sam, O as in Ocean, U as in Unity, N as in Night, E as in Early, R as in Robert, H as in Heaven, A as in Apple, V as in Victory, E as in Early, N as in Night, at Yahoo.com. Soonerhaven at Yahoo.com. Just send me an email to inquire about the coaching that I offer, email coaching, one-to-one coaching, and group coaching. To inquire, you can reach me at Soonerhaven at Yahoo.com. I want everybody under the sound of my voice. If this teaching is resonating with you, this is powerful teaching, powerful teaching, life-transforming teaching that will take you to your payoff, will take you through your breakthrough, will take you to your transformation, guaranteed will take you to your desired end results. If you do the work daily and consistently until, reach out to me at Soonerhaven at Yahoo.com. And I want everybody to go join my complimentary, which is the same thing that's free, YouTube channel, Manifest with SII Power on YouTube. Manifest with SII Power on YouTube. I've had the channel for probably a year. It's free. It's the same type of information that I'm teaching right here today. Please go join the channel. Subscribe to the channel. Manifest with SII power. All right? So let's go to deeper. Consciousness is the one and only reality. 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 You're going to have to understand and come to grips with the power of thought. The only way you're going to get any any place is by thought. How you got where you are is by the way that you're thinking. You're going to have to change your mindset if you want to get to a new destination. You know, this where you're at is not your final destination. But you got to get yourself out of it, right? Imagine that you are a Mercedes car. Because your earth suit, right, is just like a car. You're driving it. So if you're in a destination you don't want to be in, you're going to have to drive it somewhere else. How are you going to drive it somewhere else? With your thoughts, your emotions, your story, and your perceptions. That's how you're going to do it. That's how you're going to do it. That's how you're going to do it. So let's go deeper into this. Let's talk about self-concept. Uh, I don't know which word will resonate the strongest with you, but everybody's different. But these four words mean the same thing. Self-concept, concept of self, identity, and self-image. On the inside of you, 
how do you see yourself? On the inside of you, how do you see yourself? On the inside of you, how do you see yourself? On the inside of you, how do you see yourself? On the inside of you, how do you see yourself? Do you see yourself poor? Do you see yourself broke? Do you see yourself in poverty? Or do you see yourself in prosperity? Do you see yourself rich? Do you see yourself wealthy? As it relates to relationships, do you think everybody ghosts you? Or do you think that you have harmonious, healthy relationships? Nothing has any built-in meaning. Nothing has any meaning except the meaning you get. So in these areas of your life, you know, your vocation, do you believe that you got to go there and to a job that you don't like and you're not making the amount of money that you make, that you want to make? You feel like you have to work harder than everybody. You, you have to walk on eggshells and pins and needles. You want to piss your, your boss off because you need to be able to pay for your apartment. Is that how you see yourself? Or do you see yourself as a boss and you go in there with swag and confidence and you execute your job uh, in the spirit of excellence, leaving everybody with the impression of increase? You go ask for a raise whenever you want a raise or when you're given a raise, you don't like them out and you ask for an increase. You, you have a conversation with them, a value conversation that you know what you bring to the table. You know how much you're producing in that company and you want your fair share or whatever the maximum is that they can give you. Everything is negotiable, folks. You are the power. You are the source. You are the king. You are the dandata. You got to let people know. People are going to treat you how you treat yourself. So I'm talking to you about self-concept, concept of self, identity, and self-image. How do you see yourself? How you talk to yourself, that's how everybody else is going to talk to you. How you treat yourself, that's how everybody else is going to treat you. You're wondering why nobody's respecting you because you're not respecting yourself. Command, respect yourself and then command respect to be reciprocated back to you. The way reality works is it's a mirror reflection. Everybody's just reflecting back to you how you're talking to yourself, how you're treating yourself, how you're respecting yourself. That's what it is. That's what's going on. Nothing has any meaning except the meaning you give it. Another powerful thing that I want to talk to you about is are you primarily reacting or are you primarily responding? In life, we always have two choices. We can react or respond. What I'm cautioning you to do is Stand in your power and choose to respond. When something happens and it appears to be contrary, ask empowering questions. Because if you ask empowering questions, you'll always end up on the most accurate side of the equation. When something happens that you didn't want to happen, you ask yourself, what is this trying to show me? What is this trying to teach me? What is this trying to tell me? What can I learn? What can I glean from this? You're going to always get stronger. You're going to get wiser. 
from this approach. Remember, life is a roller coaster, right? Sometimes you're at the bottom. Sometimes you're going towards the middle. Sometimes you're at the top, but guaranteed you'll come back down. Everything is there as it flows in cycles, right? Lessons, testings, and blessings. But if you choose to react, you're going to be like the hamster on the hamster wheel, right? You fly off the handle and get angry with somebody, believe me. You're going to have three or four more opportunities to come back to you where you can fly off the handle again. It's just like a 91% chance that you react the way you initially react, right? Even like they talk about the rat race, right? The fastest rat that gets the cheese is still a rat. You get what I'm saying? So it's time for us to come into dominion and authority, our kingship, our airship, and be the boss that we're supposed to be. That's what it is. It's that time. It's that time. Right? If there's something that you want, you're going to have to emerge. You're going to have to become. You're going to have to embody a different version of yourself. That version of yourself that has what you have, has what you have. In order to have something different, you're going to have to become somebody different. Remember, the formula is be, do, have. Right? We've been doing, trying to have, and trying to be. you got to flip law of polarity, right? The formula is be, do, have. You need to start being someone different, right? Then you're going to have different. Then you're going to do different. They say, oh, if you knew better, you do better, right? This is what it is. Change your thinking and you will change your world. Change your thinking and you will change your world. Change your thinking and you will change your world. I want you to change your thinking so you can begin living on top of the world. I want you to change your thinking so you can begin living on top of the world. I want you to change your thinking so that you can begin living on top of the world. To find out more about me, you can email me at s-o-u-n-e-r-h-a-v-e-n at yahoo.com. That's Sunahaven at yahoo.com. I have a YouTube channel. It's complimentary. It's free. Just want to share this information to the world. It's manifest with SII power. I hope that this information serves you in the spirit of excellence and leaves you with the impression of increase. Thank you, 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 thank you. I did this for you, Grandma. Love you. Discover the power of positivity. Identify your gifts. Then plan and execute your passion. And ultimately, thrive exponentially in life and most importantly in business on Sudden Eye Impact with your host, with your host, Lee, your host, Lee, your host, Lee. Your host. Lee.